and welcome to episode 34 of Three Beers in a Movie. I am Richard Laird and I am with Colin McKay and we are with Andy Neal. And we are here again at the Raven to discuss all the movies we've seen this week. Shout out to all our Japanese audience. Yes, Japanese audience. We also have, for some reason, we have a Zimbabwean audience and Argentinian audience now. We're multicultural. But for some reason in America we've got only crack Pennsylvania. No one is in Pennsylvania likes us. Which really hurts me because I don't want to, I don't want to go with Flyers fans. Right. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, what else is Pennsylvania? I'm just sitting there going, how many Jags am I going to need to get for all this? For Pennsylvania? <laughs> <laughs> um, Pennsylvania has the Steelers, they have the Flyers, and they have the Phillies. That's it, and I, and I don't like, like any of them. They have the Eagles as well right now. They're, yeah. very, they're destroying their own city right now. Yes. After winning the Super Bowl show. Did you, see this? Did you see the guy eating horse shit? <laughs> because his team won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know how the world went mental oh. after the game and destroying everything. A guy was found eating horse shit. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Wow. Fuck American football fans are not really unique demographic of being even dumber than soccer fans. It's like they're even just that, that level stupid of just like like taking passion to the extremes of yeah. like fucking Mel Gibson making a film about Jesus fucking. Yeah, that's they're just mental. No, we'll go on to we watch it on this one. Apparently there's a sequel to the Passenger Hill coming out. Yes there is. Is this the resurrection of the film? Well, I'm assuming so. I mean, it's, it's prime for a sequel. I mean, I'd rather see a prequel, to be honest. Well, when Jesus was born. No, like, so, no, like the shit he was doing beforehand, like, you know, when he was, like, sort of, like, doing the wolves and fishes and all that kind of oh, crap, yeah, and, like, yeah, the yeah, healing yeah, the sick and all that kind of shit. Yeah, do some of that stuff. I think it, yeah, 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 yeah. The fun days. Yeah, the fun thing, yeah, when he was having a good time. Jesus, the light of yours. Yeah, when he had suppers that weren't called the last. The last. You know, like, big man like to eat. You know, he like to enjoy some food. Before the holes in the hands. Is Gibson the right it? I mean, I, I don't know. I know Caviezel said he wanted I mean, it's more just that Caviezel said he wanted to do it again. Really? Yeah. Do, we all know what happened to Caviezel in the last one, don't we? Oh. Like, he fucking broke every bone in his body. Got yeah. Electric. He got electrocuted. He got electrocuted twice, was that? Why electrocuted him in this? Uh, no, no, electrocuted him. No, in the first one, he got shot by lightning. Did he? Yeah. I, I, I honestly can't remember. Uh, he he dislocated his shoulder carrying the cross. And he's wanting to make an arm I mean, think about it. When do you last see Jim Caviezel doing anything? But boy, the man needs work. Double weed just actually. Yeah. 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 Man needs work, you know, so. Yeah. And what are you drinking tonight, Tom? Um, something blonde. It's called Orkney Gold. Orkney Gold. I was chorus, wasn't it? I yeah. was so close. <laughs> Not at all. Oh. Nice. Well, it, it, it's actually quite nice. Who brews it? I actually don't know. I have to check that out, but it's very nice. Okay, we'll find out who brews it and we'll, we'll let you know. Um, because last week we got some, we got some shit on online. Uh, we got yeah. There was did, you, did, you, did Barry see this? No. Barry. Barry, you caused us some crap. You did cause us some crap, Barry. Because we um, were treating the, the company who who had, who had like the beer of last week, the um, Wuha. Wuha. Wuha Blonde. Did I say it was bad? No, you said it tastes generically like beer. Right. And the guy listened to it and went, oh, what a good description. Oh, it tastes like beer. <laughs> It was, it was better than generic beer. In my defence, I don't drink beer. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. So, when I get a beer, unfortunately a lot of this culture of IPA and craft beers, it's, it's completely lost on you. It is genuinely yeah. lost on me. Like, 
like legit lost on me. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm with you. Like, a lot of beers I do drink as well. I am. So to retcon, we have what Barry said. He doesn't drink a lot of beer, so yeah. Barry said it tastes like beer. I would take that as a, a, a compliment. A high, high compliment. Yeah. <laughs> also, fantastic name for remembering when you're drunk. Wow. So it was a fantastic logo. It was a fantastic logo. Yeah. yeah. So, and yeah, the we did football. I didn't buy them. I did buy a lot of it. So I did. I very much enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, much like it's, uh, it's Orkney Gold. I like it. It's a nice colour to it. It's nice and fizzy as well. I think it's a wee bit of fizz to it. Would you uh, like? Yeah. Yeah. Nicer than what you expect. Um, and I'm quickly before we flesh you, Jim. Um, before we carry on, I'm going to quickly interject by saying, because I know fuckers <laughs> listen to this, right? And I know they get to the bit, and they kind of know we're going to put maybe on the switch off, right? Okay. And they don't hear where we are and who we are and where they can find us. So this week. Right now, I'm going to tell you all where we are, who we are, where you can find us, okay? And I'm going to pose... I mean, we might get to it eventually, you know. I'm going to pose a question, and I want fucking emails in for this question. You know, being so, Japanese, you won't understand them, that's the problem. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa, <laughs> that's the answer to everything. There you, there you go. And I'm, that's about slightly over the second as well. Um, so yeah, you can find us at uh, 3 Movie on gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Uh, we're on Twitter, uh, 3 Movie, Instagram and and Facebook viewers movie so give us some feedback comments up for that the question I want to pose to our listeners this week is um, me and Richard recently have been talking about cinema etiquette um, and, and, and has cinema etiquette declined recently in recent years is, is it getting worse and worse, worse the answer is yes, yes. 100%. so what we would like to do is just any stories people have got out here let me know your stories about poor cinema etiquette G- give us your stories let us know send us an email let us know if you're pissed poor experience in cinema and how people have been pissing you off do you think it's more multiplexes of how Piss poor cinema ticket. See if you go to like sort of a more kind of art house cinema, it's sort of people who are in there that are more no, sort of the Because I've been to GFT a few times in the past year and it's just a shit. It's bad, bad. It's wow. too bad. Wow. I would have thought GFT would get a better standard audience because people, yeah. people are actually making an effort to go there to see something that's really random on screen. You know, it's not something that's just a generic film that's out. Twice that I've been to the GFT in the last year, I've got to say the etiquette has been top notch because everyone that's been in that room has been wanting to see what's on the screen. Twice I've been just chatting all the way through stuff and people just talking nonsense. I've been once in the past year and I had to, at the very start, I just used somebody at the start of it, but after that it was perfect. We went to Prince Charles Theatre in London, the, the, the really cool windy one. Yeah. Uh, like, perfect. Like, there was, like, everyone knew exactly what it was. Ah. No one ever, no, did anyone look at the phone at any point. And if anyone does look at the phone, apparently they, they have a zero tolerance policy for that, which is you are out of the building. And I am so right, yeah. of that. I should be doing um, Also, as well, I think we've discussed before, but uh, is there a cultural thing as well? Because anytime we go and see Chinese cinema, as I'm quite fond of, it, it does seem to be that the audience, there's quite comfortable chatting. Yeah, but is that a cultural thing, I think? Is it yeah. I, I think I that is. Know, is that a cultural I thing, think or is it just, like, just people are fucking rude? No, I think on the, evidence that, on the evidence that we have for yeah. it, Japan because not Northern China. Yeah, it's just fine out. I've seen a few movies, and the people just chat like, well, the way we're chatting conversationally, all they've found the movie, and I don't know if this is, is, is it accepted. I would argue that everyone in the cinema we were in did not seem perturbed by that, therefore yeah, it means yeah. to me it does seem it is a, a cultural thing. And, but and then you do get the kind of, the stories about it's like, yeah, people, I mean, you're one of the few people that will say, go and shut the fuck up and watch the film. Most yeah. people will sit there, they'll maybe cough and harumph a wee bit yeah. and, and, you know, shuffle about. But I have no problem going, shut it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the time that the two old friends were talking, um, the man and the wife and Richard and Austin, is she going to do that all night? Which shut them up very abruptly. <laughs> it was brilliant, yeah. it was genius. But 
I mean, I'll sit there and I'll just huff to myself and think, you know, if you shut up, I won't say to people. Um, I enjoy doing it, but I don't, enjoy, I don't like it. If I, if I like to make people feel bad about doing it, yeah. like I have asked people from a, like, to sit up at the end of a film sometimes and ask, like, can I get, uh, you owe me like £12? Yeah. Yeah. And they like, look at me, I'm like, no, because you talked about that film, yeah. therefore you owe me money now. No. Or I'd like to ask them, are you, like, if I know the director of the film, I'll go, are you Steven Spielberg? Yeah. And if they say no, I'm going, well, we want you to shut the fuck up, I don't need your commentary on this. Exactly. Which is like, because most people will just sit there and they'll say nothing. So I do applaud you that you will say, like, I'm watching this film, I fucking paid for it, shut the fuck up yeah. and let me, let me do it. There are some films, I, I, there are some films that I do accept there will be a similar word chatter to it. In a kid's film, for example, if I'm going to see, like, say, a Pixar movie or a Disney film, yeah, I'm going to accept it because it's yeah, a kid's film. Especially, yeah, that that was with us with uh, Coco because we went through the decades of all the time it uh-huh. does, and unfortunately it did, it did have kids in it. Yeah. And I kind of think that is part of it. You've got to accept that, yeah. You know. um, I will time things now to go and see things at certain times yes. for example like, I, like for a lot of time I won't go and see horror in the cinema on opening night yeah, yeah. because I think it can be that kind of arsey cinema yeah. um, if I'm going to go see a big budget release on opening night I want to try and get a cinema screen where I can sit in a place where no people, people sit for example in the cinema we go to there's the two big screens where you can sit in the front three rows which tend to always be pretty quiet in comparison to behind you so if you're sitting in those three rows at the front like the big math, like between 7, 11 and 15. If you're sitting in those ones, you're sort of, you're detached from the rest of this, this, the, the room. So you tend to not hear a lot of stuff in it. And I think it's something else, though, because recently I've been kind of playing about in my seat location in cinemas. I think we take this shit seriously. Yeah. Oh. Um, in regular seats, maybe row C or D. D row C. Row C. Row C. Recently I've been going to row M and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's a brave new world, it really is. But I do find the follow back you get, the behaviour does get worse and worse. Oh. And and it's all back of the bus thing, isn't no, it? Yeah. Like, that's what we were able to talk about. She was saying that like, when you go to school, the back of the class is assholes, the back of the bus is assholes, back, back of the cinema. Uh, the reason you think if you're yeah. full of back, people can't hear you, it's like we can hear exactly the same. Yeah. Some problem is, I think, the some cinemas, because cinemas now are no longer these great, big, massive, mu- like, massive like, screens anymore. Yeah. They're not these sort of like epic buildings with one cinema screens. Yeah. They're always a sort of multiplex where you sit in a room of maybe, say, 200 people. Yeah, yeah. If you're sitting in row. O, P, Q, R, something like that, like sort of towards the end of the alphabet. The screen, when you look at it, always feels no bigger than watching it at home and sitting in your yeah, couch. Okay. So you, you always have to sit in the first three or four rows to actually feel that genuine to cinema atmosphere. And, yeah. and that's why, yeah. like, we go inside um, some of the big rooms, you be sitting in really front rows. Yeah. You do, it's all encompassing around you. It's immersive. Uh-huh, totally immersive. But if you sit far back, you're going to actually watch this at home yeah. and get the same experience because it doesn't really feel like you're doing anything for me. Yeah. Um, so, to bring us back and try it, give us your stories about Cinema Ed. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and uh, let's proceed with the fucking show. Yep, so um, first of all, some non cinema viewings. Have you seen anything interesting oh, in non cinema? I've seen a film that we recommended to him, and I think Barry quite liked that. What film you watched? recommended about soldiers in the Gaza. Oh, I've seen it before. Yeah, you've seen it before. Yeah, yeah. I went to the pictures to see it. Yeah. It's fucking sharp. It's a, it's a yeah. proper favourite of ours, and it shouldn't be, but it's a film. Um, I ended up flicking over and watching it as well. Just yeah. one of the, I need to watch again because, like I said, I've only seen it once. But the film is, of course, 12 hours in. 12 hours. 13 hours in the Oh. Really, really good film. Yeah. It's. It's one of those like war movie, modern war movies. Yep. It just sucks you. Right it does, in. So, absolutely. And it is a rare thing that you find in a war, in a modern war movie that you actually kind of give a fuck about. Oh, characters. No, absolutely. Like, yeah. like especially that cat. What are the last scenes when they're on top of the roof and all oh. that? And you're like, yeah. well, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and um, it's a film that also could be very like 
America Ura. But I feel it's not. No, I feel it's very it's, it's quite subdued in that respect. Also as well, I remember when it first came out, we mocked it quite a bit because it was a Michael Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay brought, yeah. And we thought here we go, fucking Transformers, you know what I mean? And we came out and we were you know what no. That was genuinely a very well, good film. Well, yeah, well done film. And I think it's a film people didn't go see because of the Michael Bay yeah. like um, I think the film people should discover it as a really good I think a film made in 10 years, 10 people still the bangle. That's a really good war yeah, film and it'll yeah. hold up really well. He's on uh, Channel 4, that's why we're talking about it. Channel 4, yeah. Channel 4 the other night and we mentioned it in um, the Twitter feed. I'm sure as well it's on one of the streaming services. It is, yeah, it's on, it's on Netflix as well. It's on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix as well, yeah. Anything yeah. so else you watch them by apart from 13 hours in Benghazi? Anything else? No, that's really about it. That's apart it. from the movies. It's about just that's up. Colin, anything of interest you watch? Um, what? Busy week at the old work. Yeah. What's it? I'm really, really kind of embarrassed <laughs> I've got two things I've watched. Um, Highlander 2, I'm guessing. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm still watching Peaky Blinders. Okay. I'm on to season three now, so I've been, I've been quite okay. disciplined with this. Um, but wrapping up the last season, uh, Tom Hardy, I'm, I'm kind of liking his performance. Oh, is it a change now? But no, no, it's not. Because I've always said the day one, I, I like Hardy doing caricature. Right. And he's almost doing the same character he played in the craze. Right, okay. Um, so it's a caricature again, not like when he done Bronson. He's so far removed from Tom Hardy that, you know, I didn't like the craze, but that's just fair. He does play character, though. He's not, right, okay. you know, he's not, he's not paying hardy. Right, okay, and, and I like the blinders. Um, the other thing that I watched was um, a TV horror film called Creep. Creep is a very um, creepy film. 2014. Yeah, it's a, it's a couple of years old now. Uh, just stars two, two people are in it. Yep. There's this, um, this fella who's, who's dying, wants to make a video that he can show his kids. Um, you know, he has a dead father. And he asks this cameraman to come and film him and pay him a few hundred bucks. So the cameraman turns up and this guy slowly and surely feels that he's a bit fucking loopy. Yes. Um, and wow, um, it's, it's really good. What a brilliant fucking little film. And it's nothing that's not been done before. Um, no, but that's the thing with horror. Nothing in horror has been done yeah. has not been done. But it's like if you can do, do something, if you can yeah. do it right and you can do it well, that makes a but film it, better. It's, yeah. it's found footage. Um, it's not been done there's, there's no jump scares in it. I've no real ones. There's, there's no horror in it. There's no blood and guts. But the um, especially by the director. Um, one of the actors was shit. It all was really good. And this man just acts his heart out and he sells his character to you so well that. There's bits in it that just you're on the edge of your seat if you can forward. forward. Um, but, you know, there's parts in it where you're just on the edge of your seat and, and it's wow. And there's this Creed 2 has been out this year. Yep. And I'm so looking forward to seeing it. I might actually go home and try and watch it. You're Mark thinking Dupas, you're thinking of, yes. This boy, wow. He's, he's so unassuming and he looks unassuming, but my god, you believe that he is a fucking lunatic in every conceivable way. He wrote the story as well. Yes. And it's Patrick Bryce's other actor, he's the director as well. He was terrible. He was um, terrible. Mark Duplass, my god. My god. Wow. Watch, he's in a TV show called The League, which I've heard, yeah. Which I've raved about because it is so brutally funny but also offensively funny. Is he good in this, yeah? And um, Mark Duplass, yeah. Yes, he's, in that, he's very good in that as well. Yeah. He's, yeah. In, he's just got this every man face, but you know, he's, you watch him through the. So he, he, he does do a lot of. He's also in a film called The Overnight. Or he's not in it, I think. Uh, the guy who directed it, Patrick Briggs, directed a film called The Overnight. Mm-hmm. Which is this really weird, a really funny film about a couple in Los Angeles who go to they're from like Milwaukee or some like sort of mid mid state area, right? So I'm like wholesome state, and they moved to the new, uh, LA for work, and they invite to go to dinner with these like two people, like two friends from the person's work, and having dinner. And as the night goes on, it becomes aware that the couple from LA 
are wanting to like set up swing with them. Nice. But the Milwaukee, they're so polite on how you get out of it, and they're trying to like, sort of find a way to get <laughs> like, to take themselves away from the situation. We don't want to get involved, but they're like going, it's alright, it's from LA, it's cool, that's what people do. People are like this, people are like this. People answer the door naked and stuff like that, that's what happens. But and and then, in the lifestyle. Ah, uh, in the lifestyle, yeah. So about two years ago, and it got really new to use, but barely any screens of any Yeah, exactly right, like, yeah. Like three screens or yeah. something, and that was it. They just buckled it. So, Creek, it's a good film. It's good talent behind it as well. Really, really good film. Um, if you've not seen it, watch Creek. Yeah. And Creek 2, up there, there's better than Creek, yeah. which, um, wow. And also watch Overnight as well. It's a good film. And Overnight. Overnight good film. As well. So that's what I've seen. We've got Peaky Blinders and Creek. Did you? I have watched, I finished The Punisher. Nice. And? I enjoyed it. Okay. It's, um, it's, it, it, it takes a while to get through sometimes it's, it's a hard watch sometimes it's quite brutal Particularly the last two episodes are unbelievably brutal in the last two episodes it is it's bloody is it, it brutal it, for the sake of being brutal no the, 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 there, is there is a point to the brutality I agree it's not it's not glamorising violence it's showing violence for what it is Um much like every Netflix show it's maybe a couple of episodes too long okay you can maybe stay yeah. It's 13, maybe go to 11, you'll be fine, you know. Yeah. You know, apart from Stranger Things, which I think is the perfect amount of episodes, everything else in Netflix have done, you could trim it down just by making an episode or two and make it more cohesive. But really solid, not as good as Jessica Jones, which I think is the best thing I've done so far. Yes, right, yeah. Not as good as Daredevil Season 1, which I think is also excellent. Yes. But it's better than Daredevil Season 2, yeah. and well, better than Luke Cage, and better than Defenders, Defenders and, and better than Iron Fist. Yeah, but it's very good, really enjoyable. Uh, your ravens are coming back. Yes, I mean, well, because the Belkers are getting a second run after as well, yeah, so it's really well done. Jessica Jones 2, I believe, is the next, next one, is next one, yeah. drop, isn't it? Um, which is big fucking boots to fill for that one. I mean, Jessica the first Jones one is phenomenal, I think the first one is a brilliant film. And I love yeah. it. The Jessica Jones character is, um, right by Mike, uh, Brian Michael Ben is one of my favourite characters in the comics over the last, like, say, 20 years. Just a really interesting, this idea of somebody who, like, sort of not being one, sort of, like, living a normal life and just hating everything about yeah. herself. It's, it's really interesting, really, yeah. really yeah. So, thanks to Punisher. Also watched an old film that was on Film 4 as well, because I love Film 4. Um, you've probably seen this, I don't think you have, you've probably, you've probably definitely seen this. The Fantastic Voyage. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, the one with um, Raquel Wells and Donald Pleasant and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they Basically, one, they shrink yourself down to like a submarine into like sort of like microscopic size, and they've got this person's body to try and like take away a tumour, I think it is. tumour, yeah. And they get lost in the way of the body and they're trying to. Is Who? Bill You're thinking of Life Aquatic with Steve Disso. This is like this one made in the 60s. Yeah, um, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, it's properly fun. fun, cheesy sci-fi. I don't think it's cheesy at the time, but when you watch it now, it's a bit cheesy, but yeah. it's a really fun sci-fi movie. It's really well done. It's psychotic. It's yeah, it really is. It looks dated, but they do enough that it doesn't look dated enough, because they yeah. do a lot of stuff in the submarine. It's all sort of like, they keep the kind of glory shots for like outside in the body. Yeah. And they have like stuff like they go into the eardrum at one point, and that goes on the eardrum. If any sound gets into the eardrum, it'll blow them away. So they have to like go operating theaters in total silence. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like it's really, it's really well done. Good, good fun. Uh, I know it's like fifty years old now, but I'm going to put it out there. It's well worth a watch. Yeah, absolutely, and it holds up. And Raquel Welsh was just a pretty lady back. I showed you what the Welsh at one point. She's wearing like a jumpsuit. Like, like it's like white jumpsuit and it's kind of like loose fitting on her at one point they go right you've got to get changed and she just strips out of this jumpsuit and it's like a swimsuit <laughs> it's like almost like she's ready to go like, just, <laughs> well, like let's go they I'm know going. exactly what they're aiming for like, like the record was in a tight tight swimsuit as quickly as possible uh, but no it's, I, like, I watched it on a Sunday I think a Sunday morning it's proper Sunday viewing like, and it's been mimicked time and time oh yeah how many times have we seen cartoons what was the Meg Ryan one the, 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 um, Inner Space Inner Space um, yeah. was a mimic um, I believe Spongebob Square Pants is always doing stuff like that yeah. as well. Uh-huh. You know, it's been 
if you're watching a film and you don't think Donald Pleasant is a bad bastard to start with, like, how, like, how dumb are you? Because, like, yeah. he's, 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 like, he's, like, he's, like, he's Donald Pleasant for a start. Yeah. He's going to be bad, but in this film, he just sells it straight off. Like, like, I am an evil fucker and I will do evil things. <laughs> like, like, there's like, even a shred of, like, oh, I wonder who'll be the bad guy in this oh, film. You know? It's Donald fucking <laughs> Shot away like a Nazi armband. You know he's a bad guy. You know? <laughs> but really, but I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, what made you watch that? Just out of it was on chapter film four, and I thought, you know what, I've not seen that film before. Yeah. It's one of the films my dad loved. That kind of film. He likes kind of like sort of like that sixties sort of like that kind of movie. Uh, I thought I'd to watch this. I really enjoyed. Like I like stuff like see Air Force of Flying Saucers yeah. and like. Um, What's the one? The Klaatu, Vratu, Nektu, um, the Daily Astrid Still. Yeah. I love all that kind of stuff. I like all that early sci-fi. Cause you actually, like, it's good to you watch that and you realise where everything else came from. Yeah. yeah. You know, like when, you, when we watch something like, say, Shape of Water, <coughs> you realise that Del Coro's got such a vested interest in everything that came before him. It all goes into that. And, and by appreciating what came first, you can appreciate even more what's now been produced, I think. And that's why I like, I like that. Um, another thing I watched was something called Wakefield. It's on Sky. Um, I don't know if it's on Netflix, but it's on Sky. It stars Jennifer Garner and Brian Cranston, and it's essentially a reverse falling down. So a guy has a nervous breakdown, and rather than just going on a walk and going to eat shit on a walk, he hides out in his garage and watches his family for the, over the process of about a year as he has his mental breakdown do, do they know where he is? Or? no they don't they think, you think he's, he's gone? they think he's gone missing they think he's, just, he's walked away one day right okay um, so you get this really kind of like sort of like rear window scenario of him like obviously break, obviously having a mental breakdown but like obviously every family sort of content and family and who they are you understand like their family dynamics and all kind of stuff and you get to see like, sort of this middle aged guy Sort of like having this sort of like, like sort of just struggle with life. Is it creepy? It's, it, there's definitely an unsettling amount about it. Yeah. Like say, my real window or disturbia has that kind of real oddness to it. Yeah. And it's made, it probably made it even more creepy. But the fact he's watching his own family. Yeah. You know, at one point it's maybe a year, maybe eight months to nine months later, he's, his wife has like say a, like a gentleman call around. Yeah. And at that point he starts getting really jealous and so like, you've been a, you've had you've you've run away for nine months. And he gets really excited by the fact that she rejects him. And that's like a power trip to him because like even though. I'm not in the picture I still hold power over her because she's not wanting to go for another man because she still has allegiance to myself and, he, he, and that kind of thing that sounds dark it, it is dark, dark, dark definitely yeah yeah it really, really is really Jill didn't like it um, I, liked, I liked it a lot I thought it was really, Brian Cranston a really good performer Brian Cranston it was out apparently two years ago or 2016 so I don't win 2016 so about a year and a half ago um, I didn't get much of a release over here I don't think but I really enjoyed it I thought it was really good what's it called Wakefield Wakefield, Wakefield yeah okay. uh, and the final thing I've watched this week at home I'm busy man I'm a busy man. I should watch his shit a lot of his stuff. Um, was a horror film called Fear Inc. The film was about basically there's a company who's set up that you phone up and go, I want to be scared because I can't get scared, and they basically tailor horror to your demands and they sort of like have like you basically you exist for a horror film. Just but it's supposedly all fake. But in reality, it's not all fake, and things are all fucked up and messed up. And it's just a, and it's like the, the, the cast are trying to figure out: is this real? Is it not real? And that kind of stuff. It's a good, decent standard horror. Just to sort of, you can kind of see where it's going a lot of the time. Nothing bad about it. Nothing great about it. Just sort of standard horror. But it, it has nice, a couple of nice wee twists and turns that make you interested in it. Who's on it? Any big names? The only person I know for a minute is I can't remember his name right now, but he's in Raising Hope. Okay. The dad? TV show, no, not the dad. The the the, the, well, the dad who has a baby, not the dad who's like 
uh, not, not, not the granddad, the dad, yeah. yeah, the boy, the young kid. Yeah, I know he's in it. Um, that's about it. There's a girl from Naples in it as well, who Jill knew, but that's, she's like. Is it, is it gore or, or? There's a couple of bits of gore in it, nothing too massive to be honest. It's not like overly gory. It's a, it's a standard 15 horror. Okay. Yeah. Like, Which still are Essentially, yeah. yeah. Nothing, again, nothing bad, like I said, nothing bad, nothing great. It's, it's a passable horror film to watch when you're sort of sitting at home. I think I'll be watching it. I think we watched it not pre Super Bowl because we're watching sports movies on the Pro Super Bowl. But you did see that a lot. I was loving this sports movie build up. I did a sports Richard loved the Super Bowl, I actually adore Super Bowl. So pre Super Bowl I had a massive build up by watching a ton of sports films. So I watched Any Given Sunday, which is a yeah. great probably particularly not you know all the stones last great movie. And then I watched Remember the Titans as well, which is a great film. It's like people underestimate how good that film is. We watched The Water Boy for some bizarre reason because Joe likes Adam Sandler. Yeah. Um, and then I also watched Friday Night Lights. It was a great Peter Berg. That is a lot of sports though. A lot of sports and then we went to and it was a great Super Bowl. But which brings us very nicely. My work was running so late on Sunday night I was able to watch the, the first half of the Super Bowl uh-huh. and then things started moving and I'm like fuck. So I ended up finding some internet radio thing on TuneIn and it was playing it. Oh my god these guys were sitting in front of the Eagles fans uh-huh. and near the end of the game when the ref wanted to review some touchdown yeah. Eagles did. They Commentators for the radios station were saying, if this isn't a touchdown, we are going to fucking riot with the Eagles fans. And I'm sitting there going, no, this isn't just one sided at all. No, I mean, the, the one that you think about that was a touchdown, the one before that yes. wasn't a touchdown, no. It was the one where the guy jumped over the guy to get into it. That was in Canadian yeah. Runner at that point, the big and Geeky Super Bowl stuff. Uh-huh. The one before that that they got was not a touchdown. Yeah. They've been called no touchdown all season long, but in the Super Bowl, how's it? Anyway, yeah, anyway. So this is not a sports podcast. No, it's not a sports podcast, but Super Bowl interestingly brings us on to the first film of the week. Oh. Because during Super Bowl, as we always know, there's a tons of commercials of all the um, yes. new trailers. Um, and the Black Panther trailer was out, there was a Jurassic World trailer out, there was a Star Wars Han Solo trailer out. Everything was getting released. Colin mentioned Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. Take, take a drink. Um, <laughs> the drinking game will call mention Star Wars. Um, so everything about Bob. Probably the most surprising thing that dropped was the fact that. Cloverfield, the new Cloverfield film, which we talked about last week about when it will be out. Yeah, and I found out the original name, it was meant to be called the God Particle. Yes, that's oh, what yeah. Basically, over the last week, basically the last two weeks or so, Netflix have bought this film from Paramount. Yeah, found out $50 million. $50 million they paid for it. Yeah. And rather than doing any sort of cinematic release for it, they said, and no, and no builder whatsoever, they said to follow the Cloverfield model and just drop Cloverfield straight away onto the world. Was it like halfway through they done a trail and then they said by the way go watch it now this film will be available uh, yeah. after the Super Bowl. After the Super Bowl yeah. finishes this film um, will be available. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie I'm, the, see the more and more cinema drags it on and on oh you're getting this movie and then teaser one trailer teaser two trailer full feature trailer full feature two trailer and it drags on and on and on see by the time the movie comes out you've seen that solid 30 minutes of it and you're like nah this is the way I'm loving it Aye. boom here's a trailer it's out now or it's out in a week and then you're like, then you're pumped up for it exactly like, yes yeah. I'm, I was kind of hoping that Han Solo movie might have been the first Star Wars movie have no trailer before and just go like by the way this film is out on well, 13th of May 
2018 it's out that's all I'm telling you go you're and see you're it always gonna have they're not going to do it but it'd be nice for them anyway what they did do Cloverfield Paradox oh can I talk about you that you can yes. um, Andy has joined us yep. uh, this one so directed by a guy called Julius Honor yeah, we know who he is First film was directed. Yeah, he done a lot of short yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's actually not. He directed a film called The Girls in Trouble a few really? years ago. Yes. Is that a short film? No. Is that a film movie? Yeah, I done shorts as well. That was his first film movie. Was it? Yes. Um, starring, do you know who's in it? Um, we Zemo. Daniel Bro was in it. Daniel Bro. And who I like. Yeah. We've got um, Gubu Mathu Raw. Who's the main female in it? Yeah. Um, I know from a film called Bell, which is a few years ago, which I, I really enjoyed. Uh, you've also got David Owabi, o- um, who was Martin, Martin McKing and Selma. Selma. Yep. You've also got Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd, everyone's favourite Irishman. Everyone's very favourite Irishman, yes. Yeah. Which I was shocked when he appeared. I'm like, what is he doing? I was shocked they made him Irish. He's, he's an Irish astronaut. That really, for some reason, my racism made that really weird. I'm like, going, why is that an Irishman in space? I, just, I actually sense. thought he was really out of place. It was just like, why you? Why it felt like what they have. He was the comic relief. Yeah, but it felt like, what's his? What was he full on the spaceship? Yeah, like, I, he was the depiction, man. He was like a jockey man, just fucking. I think he's the hiding stand of that ship. Yeah. yeah I'll, okay. I'll get on to it in a minute. I've got my lunch. Anyway, the basic, I, the basic I, plot I, of this film. We'll try and get tall girl who was also in Gardens of the Galaxy. Yes, as well. Yeah, she was in it. Um, was she? Yeah, she was the um, one of the the one they go to. You're a conceited bit. You're, some people call you conceited douchebag, but I don't think you are. Princess. Anyway, the basic plot of this film is it's set in a. I kind of want to spoil it. Earth has got problems with power. Yeah, so, tra- so in this, there's a space station floating above Earth that is trying to do a science experiment to try and figure out a way yeah, of unlimited power. power and therefore save the Earth because Earth is about to go to war with like each other. Yeah. Every country is about to go in all the pursuit of uh, energy. Yes. Okay. When they do yeah. when they when they do the experiment, they get blasted into an, a, a, a deep space, alternate dimension. They get touched somewhere. They lose the sun. They lose the sun. They lose the sun. And they lose the air. Yeah. Whoops. And because of that, they're going to try and get back home. And well, that happens. All sort of weird shit happens. Because they're in a paradox. Paradox. Yes. Um, so we'll start with Andy. Did you just join us? What do you think of this film? Uh, what? No, I'm not going to be nice at all. Do you know what? I like the other two Cloverfield movies a lot, and I was really excited about this. Yeah, yeah. And I honestly didn't watch it all the way through. Seriously? 15 minutes to go, and I thought, I'm done. I'm not watching this anymore. I know what's happened at the end. It's been garbage. I've not had fun times. We're finished. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that much? Yeah, yeah. Short and sweet. I've sat through Ghost Story. Yeah. So. (laughs) Um, My my big problem is, is I think if it wasn't. Yeah, we like Cloverfield. Um, Shaky can mean not so much. The second copy of Cloverfield Lane I loved a lot. This being a copy of movie was shit, but if it wasn't a copy of movie, I'd have liked it a lot more. Yeah. If someone said, here's a sci-fi movie, I'd have been like, that was good, I enjoyed that, but because of me, the Cloverfield, that sets the bar so much higher than it should have been, maybe, that it disappoints. Fair enough. Barry? A bit like Colin. See if they took out the small sprinklings of Cloverfield elements in it, it would have been a fine space movie. My biggest problem is now is I now have a hatred for space movies because every fucking space movie, there's always this bloody hell, hell Mary thing at the end and they all save the day. You're like, can we just have a spoilers? Can we? <laughs> <laughs> I said 
Hail Mary. <laughs> Can we just have a space movie for once where they, they just die? They just fuck it yeah. in the lip. God damn it. And then with the whole like, paradox thing, I was just like, ah, you know what? This skips out the window now. This is but You can literally just write whatever you want at this point. It doesn't even need to make any sense. It was disjointed. And at this point, Very disjointed, yeah. Richard, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you said nothing to do because I am going to defend this film. I actually rather enjoyed it. I did. I think I generally quite enjoyed it. Yeah, like um, I said, for like a space movie, it was completely fine. But the problem is, they've tied it up to a universe, and I was sitting there going, like, right, so where's this slotting in in the timeline? I'm like, which I'll get on to. Have they brought things? Have they not brought things? I mean, like, See, that's, that's, that, to me, that's the actual joy of this universe is it is so sort of, sort of completely random. Like, I don't even know if Tenkelfield Lane is in the same universe as Cloverfield. It's, it's, is it? It's happening shortly after New York, as far as, as, far as I'm aware. That's is a point, you don't know that for because sure. Because at the end you see them... No, you see the monster, but is, this, is that monster on the Earth from the first world field, or is that the monster from the Earth of yeah. the second world field? Did the Abrams not say that the films are always going to be like... It's more anthology. Blood Brothers teach other rather than actual... Yeah, it's more anthology. They share DNA, they share something, but it's yeah, not right. actually going to be... Not like DNA, it's just said that, you know, they're like fucking distant cousins almost. Yeah, yeah. Blood Brothers yeah. are not like... There's nothing there that tenuous to get them together. Alright, so I'm, I'm, in that respect, I'm like, I think as a sci fi film, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. I saw a film last year called Life yes. with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And this film was as okay and as enjoyable as Life was. Yeah. Both of them have, have severe problems in them, absolutely. But as a film, I can, well, I can watch that film. I have no issue, have no issue watching that film. Yeah. Um, I actually quite liked the casting. I thought the casting were really enjoyable. I thought they all turned in a role well. I thought the acting yeah. was quite weak. The female lead was really good. Uh, yeah. But like I say, the Irish boy, he was just like really out of place for me. I think I was he did like, his role right, but just, he did feel out of place. Like, felt like the role was badly done, but yeah, like, his, yeah, his yeah. portrayal of it was decent No, he enough. was fine, but yeah. it, just, it just seemed like he was there just for the sake of throwing in the odd funny one liner. Yeah. And they weren't even that funny, to be fair. So. Do you think he's also, too big a comedy character to be in a serious movie? Yes. I think he's not the best But yes, I thought he was the best. And much like Molly's game, I thought he was still the best thing in this film. I thought he, was really, he brought something to it that made me really enjoy him. Why did everyone understand Mandarin? Oh, well, that's what I was going to say. That makes sense. Out, out of like, all the things, an astronaut... Uh, a Chinese astronaut you'd think she'd be able to speak English as well you can she didn't she didn't uh, the whole entire movie all she spoke was Mandarin I yeah, thought she did think about it and they all sort of happily just went yeah no, but you that, makes sense. that makes total sense you go to like a Firefly universe where you understand the yeah. two languages that would dominate the world would be English and the other biggest population would be Chinese yeah. everyone would know English and Chinese I get that from Firefly so uh, I didn't mind that part yeah I'm okay with that same like at one point you could, be, you could make it like say the other big language actually Spanish mm-hmm. because everyone understands Spanish no, and no, no, Chinese I'm calling bullshit on this side. Oh. Just because China's got three, like, I know, like a billion I, people. I don't see them set that far in the future for that to progress that far. I don't think it, it's no, a parallel. It's a paradox dimension, though. Not when it first starts. It's yes, it is. Is it? Uh huh. No, eventually it's been all the start. No, the the, the the Earth. Are you saying it's too paradoxical? Uh huh. I'm saying if the I've run out of energy, I'm okay. going to say regardless, it was pretty far in the future. Yeah, but then they're saying like we're going to be defunct of fossil fuel in 20 years. So that, yeah. yeah. Okay. I've got one question. Oh, I don't really scientific. Fuck me. I've got one question, and it's totally not a spoiler. Right, this is just a simple. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. Right, the fella down enough when he finds that girl. Uh-huh. Right, is she 
the woman that conveniently appears in the spaceship. I thought that. I thought that. You do you think? Yeah, see, yeah. that's what I thought, and I'm sitting there going, she does look very similar. So, yeah. And then that's when I started thinking the whole paradoxy thing. I, that's one of the, the, like, the problems that I would have filmed that the plot strands weren't fully developed. Like, that no. was something we no, think we were just Yeah, it was just all these bits that never it, really. It, it was very bitty. Yeah, absolutely. Right at the very start, when she jumps back in the motor and he's giving her the whole spiel about, I just go so I can go and bang something, it's like, then all of a sudden she just appears on the spaceship and you're like, alright then, we're just going this way. I'm okay with that, because it, it, yeah, I get that. I'm yeah, kind of open yeah. to that, and I think, I just thought, I don't need it, I didn't need that really explained. It just needed a bit more of a build up, there wasn't much of a, a yeah, the planet's really fucked yet, it's just a whole bunch of people waiting in life out there. Yeah. I thought the problem was just what the build up. I thought the build up was fine. I thought the rush to the end yeah, was yeah. my kind of issue. All of a sudden, shit, I, got, I just sort of like felt like it, it built for the first hour. I thought, this is, I'm actually quite enjoying yeah, this. Yeah. The last, say, 35 minutes, it was, just a, it was, a, it was a sort of a, a, a downhill. Like, let's get to the finish of this film. Let's try and get a conclusion. Yeah. We're not like, because you're going to work well enough. We don't like everything. We need to tie a ribbon on this thing and get to the end of it. Was well, that a cool film? Really? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean, yeah. it ties in. I, it does I, tie I, in with it. Do you know what I wish there was more? Because the Cloverfield movies are the bits of Cloverfield uh-huh. like, you, think about, you think about 10 Cloverfield Lane though I know how much monster stuff is in 10 Cloverfield Lane yeah. almost none uh-huh. for the last 10 minutes right, 5 minutes right. here's my point though, about it again I'm going to try this about spoilers right yeah. so the only thing that ties us now to think about it the only thing that ties it into Cloverfield is the 45 second scene with Donald Logan uh-huh. take that scene out where's your Cloverfield well, at the I'm all, I, I get that. I'm, 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 I'
it's technically a, it's technically a prequel to the originals, but because it's in a different universe, exactly, it's actually yeah. not a sequel. It's so not a prequel. It it's, either, it's a starting point yeah. of both. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So out of ten, Colin, what you might give it? Um, I would give it a five. Five. five Barry. I'm going six because I'm so invested in this like universe. I feel As it. am I. Yeah. I it. would have gave it a six if not for the eyeball. I'm going to give it a four. Oh, that's harsh. Yeah. Eyeball. Sorry. The eyeball. Yeah, yeah, the manga. The also, eyeball. sorry. I'm assuming they're getting the energy from the sun as well. They're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Oh, it's when the fellas, fellas looking in the mirror and he feels a bit. Oh, and all of a sudden his eye just goes. Oh, yeah. That small, why does it do that? I mean, that being there, no, that doesn't make sense. That wouldn't cause that. So, I'm going to be seven. Seven. I, I said I generally enjoyed it that, see, that that's sci-fi that, movie. That's that whole thing of if you fall in, if you're doing a pie in adults universe, you're literally just right by whatever you, you want at that point. Okay. Hence why the guys get some that ball thing in these I think stomach. I think it's because I love the other two so much, I yeah. wanted this to be I something think, a yeah. lot better. It's I mean, maybe this is the dip. Maybe this is I think I'm with you, I'm the same as you. I want I want it to I want it to be a nine or ten out of ten film. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. like Clover Field really was one of my favourite films of like the year it came out was yeah, I love the first cover field oh, a lot. I adore as well. Yeah. I, it's the only, the only shaky cam film I can actually really get behind. Same, same, yeah. Uh, and there's some really interesting stuff in it. Number uh, 10 Go Full Lane, I think, is an absolutely phenomenal film. And it's one of Goodwin's best yeah. performances of oh, all time. It's phenomenal. Um, so, in a way, I can get where you're talking about, like, you and your company, uh, sorry, Barry and, uh, Barry and oh. Paul, are coming from, that because you put the Cofield tagline on the yeah. film, you have a certain expectation of what you want from that film. Yeah. yeah. And that does, if you don't get what you perfectly want, then you can bring it down. Same like, for example, next week we're going to go and see Black Panther. Yeah. If you put Black Panther, you just say, this is generic black superhero. Yeah. And you want to go, yeah, it's okay. If you put the Marvel Black Panther onto it, there's a certain expectation of what you want from that film. It has to do certain things. It's got to, yeah. It's got to certain things. Um, but I think what we're saying is, apart from maybe Andy, who's saying it's really not great, it's watchable. And it's, think, and it's yeah, not no, been deserving no, yeah, of the yeah. shit it's been getting. It's been getting really horrible shit. I wouldn't online. say don't watch it. I'd say watch it so you can complete the trilogy yeah, as it yeah, is so far, yeah. but... Lower expectations. Lower expectations, yeah. yeah. Don't, and then, yeah. And lower expectations because your expectations are so high after the first two. Mm. They're, slick, cause they're, yeah. they're so good. Um, next film, sir. Next film is. Oh. I don't think you've seen this one, Andy, but I think you might have seen it. Um, I know we've seen it. Are we doing the first one? Okay. It is um, Coco. Coco. The I'm, new, I'm going to watch it, I've not seen it yet, okay. but I'm Coco. dying to see it. No spoilers for no, Andy. No, you're cool. Go, go um, so it's Pixar's latest effort. Directed by a guy called Lee Unruh and also co-written by a guy called Adriana Molina. Um, so Lee Unruh is sort of the main guy. He directed also Toy Story 3 and also directed um, co-directed Nemo, Monsters Inc. and Toy Story 2. So he's cut his chair. So basically, he's an editor. For, before he was that, he was the editor of a lot of um, Pixar stuff. Like he done a lot like edited Toy Story 1, I think. Yeah. All that stuff. So what Toy Story tend to do is Toy Story like to, uh, not Toy Story, Pixar like to. Um, Promote from the ranks. Yeah, yeah, of course. You can edit, become a co-director, which means you're not get full control, but you're invested in sort of working out, and then eventually you ah. graduate to be the co-director. It's a fucking brilliant way because you've earned your stripes by exactly, yeah, you're the top of the tree, so you know what Pixar want from you, exactly, and you have a clear vision about what's happening. Right, so they really Pixar will bring somebody in from the outside to just work. The only guy they've done it with so far is um, Brad Bird. 
but he obviously had the, he had the in the back pocket of he done Iron Giant okay. and he did all the really great Simpsons episodes yeah. so he had that to like, we, like we can work with this guy but everybody else in Pixar always comes through the, awesome. the ranks which I really like yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's cool. really good um, so Lee and Uncrick, I think his name is correct. I really like weird name. Sounds very fucking incestuous. I'm just going to say that. No, I think it's good. I'm a fucking cheap. Is that weird? Yeah, you get to see what their stamp on older films was, and you go right. Obviously, that would be his idea in Monsters Inc. Yeah. And it's been and he used it again, sort of in other places. So you can see it come through. I like it. I like it. I like it as well. It's like you can clean the toilets at McDonald's. One day you can own, own McDonald's. McDonald's. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the plot of this film is you don't clean the toilets at McDonald's <laughs> by the way just yeah. um, so basically the plot of this film is that Coco is about a young boy who wants to play music with a musician in his family yeah. but can't be because of the family history they hate musicians because a musician once left a great 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 granny yep. yeah. and because of that they've got a great shoe business but they, they hate music yeah they, they can't ever, ever play music yeah. he wants to compete in a talent show so he goes to steal the guitar of the local town hero who died obviously the musician the musician <laughs> tries to steal his guitar he steals it on the day of the dead yep. which is what's the title for it the, um, the, the Spanish day, title the Chupacabra no, it's not. No, it's be the goat. Something, something like Mortos or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Yeah, so it's Mexican, real Mexican festival where they celebrate the people who have passed away. Yes. Cody steals it on that's this day of the dead. Basically, he gets transported into the land of the dead. Yep. And all that that comes with it. He's going to try and find his great, great, great grandfather to bless him. To bless him to go back home to the living. And that's the basic plot of the film. That's the basic plot of the film. That sounds like a cross between Flashdance and Ghost. <laughs> it is, kind of, yeah. There's a lot about finding Nemo in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Like the guy, like I said, yeah, yeah. the director of this film was a co-director of Nemo. Yeah. And I think he wrote Nemo as, uh, Nemo as well, so you can see where the guy came right. from. Yeah. So you can see, like, obviously, he's acting up. I'm excited here. to see this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's genuinely really good. Can I start by saying, I think this is... Visually, the best yes. one Pixar's done. I was just about to jump in and say that is a couple of scenes where you just when the boy's really close to the uh, the screen and he legit looks human to yes. the point where I'm like, yeah. Seriously, better than Nemo because Nemo's a beautiful, no, beautiful no, movie. No, see, see when they go into the land of yeah, yeah, yeah. the dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the candles and stuff like that. The candles yeah. and when yeah. they've got the like the creatures with them and all that is. Oh, I agree. It is the most visually stunning film. It's not I'm not saying the most graphic I could probably put in my for a few other films, but there's some really clever stuff done like they like also Land of Dead's existed there for the past like ten thousand years. Yeah, yeah. Seems so like the architecture is different, so like the architecture at the, at the base level is like Aztec architecture. Right, right. But as it goes up you get like a Georgian townhouse and a Victorian yeah, stuff. Changes, and then you get to talk like a sort of skyscraper and whatnot. Right. So it's like there's real deep thought to so it. Yeah, they've, they've thought about they've thought what they're doing with it. I, saying, I think it because of because the subject matter it is a it is a very it's a cultural thing yep. in Mexico it, you can tell they've done a lot of oh, they've done a lot of research like, on it a lot of work yeah. on it they've worked out how not to offend yes very much so yes yeah. um, what I was saying to Andy last night um, the guitar thing the guitar pieces there's oh. a bit of the boys playing the guitar yeah. but they've actually like, like animated his finger 
does. Properly, so he's playing. He's playing like God. What he's playing is going to see. Oh, that's amazing! I'm picking everything. It's just like wow. I wonder if it's motion capture though, because they can do that so easily with mocap now. I don't think it is. I think they don't do mocap. They take time on this stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, every note he's picking, clock, his fingers are in complete synchronisation with that, and it's like that's fantastic. Wow, that's detailed. Yeah, that's when I got real. I was so invested with that point. I was like, right, this is I'm dead down for this one because it's going to be good. Yeah. Vintage Pixar, is it one of Pixar's best? Yeah. Yes, 100%. You think so? Easily. What was your favourite Pixar so far? Toy Story. Toy Story 1? Yeah. And uh, Andy, Barry. Oh, you haven't seen it. Finding Nemo was Nemo's my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Barry? Yeah. I was going to say Finding Nemo. Uh, <laughs> you can still say Finding Nemo if you want. You can still yeah. say Finding Nemo. Yeah, yeah, we can be fish buddies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think mine because mine's Mike the Monsters Inc. is my favourite. Yeah, the good call actually, I good call. Think it's a beautiful, yeah. it's a beautiful film. They, um, have, they have struck home runs more than they've fumbled, so. Oh, most definitely, yeah, they're definitely. Um, but this, it's. They have, I think they have a top tier Pixar of. I think this might be in the top tier. Yeah. Something like Monsters Inc., sure. The Toy Stories, Monsters Nemo. For me, Ratatouille's top tier. Cars, even. The first Cars, even. Cup, no. First one. Uh, the first one. The first one's is humorous, but after that, it's well, a bit. Well, that's top, but then there's a middle tier, which is something like Cars. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. Maybe a Brave. Yeah. Maybe even Inside Out is about fault at times. Then you have the bottom echelon, which is something like The Good Dinosaur. Cars 2. Cars 2. Cars, 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 Cars 3. Finding Dory, which is awful. Monsters University. Monsters University, yeah. How did the Cars even get a series? Toys. Yeah, merchandising. Yeah, yeah. for that film. Most kids are buying car merchandise. If you look at you at a Disney store, yeah. there's more car merchandise than much any Pixar film. Right. So did any of you see the Easter egg in every Pixar movie apart from Incredibles? There's that same truck. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pizza one, I think uh, it is. Is it in it? Incredibles as well. Has it been found? Because it was he. The actual director said what, he didn't no, put it in. Was it? They, they thought it was. The director said that's not it. Oh, okay. It I thought it was. I've never read that. I've, I've seen the screenshot yeah. that, that shows it could be it, but yeah. he said no, it wasn't. Um, did you all see the stuff in Coco? The pinatas. Well, the pinatas. No, that's what it was. Yeah, it was really nice. It was really nice. I like how they do that. There's very subtle nods in your list. Oh yeah. Just went back to Coco. Yeah. Full of heart. Like all heart. Yeah, yeah, all the way. A few yeah. teary-eyed with the audience here. A few. I think you're the one who did not cry at this point. I think everyone ever came to me was tearing. I didn't have back tears on, but I will. I had tears. Yeah, for sure. It's sort of re- it's a reverse up. Way, yeah, right. Up has like, the real emotional shit at the start yeah. that really nails at the start. The yeah. film itself is okay and it's good. Yeah. This film is very solid throughout the whole film. The last ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just tons of heart Absolutely, just rips your heart. Fucking hell. Brilliantly done. And just you know how you just. I feel like without being too sentimental to the point you feel like they're pushing it, yeah. just to get enough of you go, oh that is just, that's like perfectly done. It's such a strange thing isn't it, that I think that's a selling point that a movie's going to make you cry, oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not like the movie, it's a cartoon, that's what gets me, it's like, yeah. it's not someone it's acting. Not, it's, it's not a person acting, it's yeah. simply, it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. It's the biggest problem, it's the biggest problem when people are sitting there saying, oh I had enough, it's quite teary-eyed and all that, and then you're sitting there and you're watching and go, I am a fucking robot. I you think that you're going to go challenge accepted? I shall not cry at this. No, because to be fair, like all, 
did actually get me. Right. I was like, oh. Did you feel sad though? I mean, it made you feel sad. You weren't like emotionless through it. It wasn't like that. You, no. you felt no. something. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, you still enjoyed the film. Yeah, I loved it. Visually enjoyed the film, but you didn't feel that emotional connection yeah, to it. Same way, other people have. Oh, you heartless, you heartless stunt. But like I said, oh, did actually get pull this the old the old ball out there. I, I'm, I'm going to retract right and now say that Barry is no longer Matt Damon. Barry is Lex Luthor. Yes, possibly. Yes. <laughs> we go to other ball person we know is Lex Luthor. <laughs> you fiend. <laughs> um, I like, like, I got it. Yeah, like, yeah. I totally picked up on it. You, you, you just didn't care. You didn't care. You, you didn't pick <laughs> you in the same way. I think, is it an idea of like. I think what you all need to do is become funeral directors, at least for one <laughs> and year. You and death is not an issue to you. Until you've got a fan, some random person crying in your face and you're just like. Are you, I just get in the motor because it's uh, headed into my lunch break. Stop messing up. I'm not going to lie, that's not on my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> but. That's what it is. Your exposure to death is so much more than ours. It's like, you're a fuck, I'm holding it. So fucking move on. Hurry up, Johnny. You're taking up a seat. He's <laughs> watching it sizing up the coffin. He's <laughs> going, that's a 5A. That's a 5A. Yeah. Finally, yeah. yeah. he looks like he's money. He goes like that. Yeah. Look at cash up that man. Back to Coco. Yeah. Also, Pixar's known for the great characters. You know, things oh. like you know the Sullys, the Mites, yeah. the, um, the, the, the Woodies, and uh, Brave, Merida and stuff like that. Do you think these ones will have the same impact? Are they um, memorable? I think, I think maybe the boy. The maybe boy. the dog. The dog, dog yeah. The dog, yeah. It's yeah. a good tag team. I think was... Oh, no, I was going to say that the music, but the music would, the music only stood out for me. I was loving the music. No, I thought it was excellent as well. I really enjoyed the music. Oh, just my reaction. Disney makes a lot of money from the other soundtracks, though. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they always release it, obviously. Oh, it's on, yeah. yeah. And this is how good the music caught me. That night, I came out, and at work, all I did was listen to mariachi music the whole way up to Inverness. That's what, that's what great Pixar, and I think great Disney can do as well. It'll make you go down and get a soundtrack. Like, for example, when I saw yeah, Moana yeah. for the first time, yeah, yeah. I instantly bought the soundtrack. Nice. When, I listened, when I saw Brave, I yeah. loved the Brave soundtrack as well. Things like that will make you want to listen to yeah, I think I think it's for great iconic characters. Um, Every, every skeleton has got its own oh, personality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The same. It's not like that's yeah, a skeleton. Yeah. It's like, you know, this is a skeleton. I thought it was really funny. They did a thing when you see the skeletons the first time, they do a quick, like, half a beat flashback to who that person was in life. Yeah. I think you need. I think you need. I think I brought me the way. It was nice. I think that was. It's nice. It was clever. It was well done. But I think I know what that person is. But it's fine. Like, like they all had their own wee chips and bones and stuff. Yeah. Like that. You know, you zoom in and be like, oh look, he's got a wee nick in his chin. Yeah. That one's arms taped up and you know, stuff like that. It's just like fucking hell. It's basically after stirring. And any um, negative thoughts, film? Did not like? It's scary. You're scared by it. Yeah. Did you like it? It's I didn't like the big. The big spirit guys, the, the cat, big, the cat tiger thing. Scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, like that. Fucking horrible. I know, but get balanced out with the dog. Dude, it was fucking doing. It was terrifying though. It was like, oh, fuck me, man. That was yeah. horrible. That scared you a little bit, didn't it? Yeah. Did it come out of me? Oh, you know, you've been watching 4D or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Someone just threw a cat. I'm halfway through the film. They freaked out. Some some cynical employees are not getting paid enough. One of the biggest emotional pairs was at the end, and I won't say. A bit, bit other than a cat. Yes. Yeah. Fucking that was lovely, well done. That was really good, yeah. He's a cat. Yeah. Um, so, wait, you get scared by a cat tiger? Yeah. But <laughs> you've, watched, you've watched a greasy strand with a giant prosthetic penis in your face, not being scared. And I go terrified by a pinata cat. Yeah, big, big giant. Big flying. It was fucking terrifying. Yeah. 
on that though, can I just quickly, I'm not trying to say my own cat, my real cat at home, <laughs> gave me a kiss last night and bit me in the lips. That's not a kiss, that's a bite in the lips then. That's no, it was affection but it bit me in the lips, it was scary as fuck. Is it affection but also a fuck you, I can take you out if I have to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I was a bit freaked out. It's kind of like a hug but also near the guy in the balls, isn't it? Like, so. it was just scary as fuck. Can I just say that Three Beers the movie doesn't condone bestiality? <laughs> no, it does not. Anyway, we don't condone it. it. So literally a cat. Well, since we're on the subject of cats, today I was on the phone to the customer service of TomTom, sorting my sat-nav out, and my cat, obviously being my cat, is bored, decides to wander in and start just talking down the phone to the point where the guy's like, is everything all right there? And I'm like, I, my cat's just going mental for some reason. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they've done other films that you don't see coming it was harsh I thought it was too obviously and also I think it was like to do with the film itself no shot before it in America it was released with the Frozen shot in front of it the Olaf Christmas Adventure yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. people were not happy about Which this in Britain was released as a shot with then, Frozen, Frozen yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I remember that yeah. it, so there is no shot for it film. really did I can see where the American audiences yes. like coming from though they're finally getting over Frozen and Pixar's like here's a second help oh no they, they, they're supposed to do it because basically Disney obviously always Pixar they're supposed yeah. to do it the Olaf's Frozen is about 22 minutes it's long. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. a short. It's not a five-minute shot. It's a, it's yeah. a long film. Like, really, really like, quick. Like, Paul, what's your favourite Pixar short so far? Go for it. Oh, oh it's the nine uh, volcano with the lava. Oh, oh yeah, I that was love lava. lava. I think Pixar done this. It's, it's called like Paper Plane or something. Yes, yes. That that is beautiful. That's a beautiful yeah, film. Yeah, that's Richard, a beautiful film. Um, because it's not the standard Pixar style of animation either. Yeah. It's very kind of a growing up one. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, I'm trying to rank them in my head right very quickly right now, and I'm really struggling to do it. I love the original, the, the lamp, the lamp. Um, first one. Yes, well, yeah, um, you check. I'm trying to think. What did I watch over again? I love the one, the jackalope one. The um, what's it called? You, you like it a lot as well. The jackalope. Yes. Yes. It's the one that's at the um, I think it became before Incredibles, didn't it? It's basically this big giant rabbit thing that's sort of like the American jackal. It's like, it's like a, a, oh, yeah, I remember that. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. That one or the magician one with the rabbit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. I think, honestly, I think I don't know if it's a bad shot not at all. Like, I love the one with the magician as well. Yeah. Not the magician, the musician yeah. in the town square. Yeah, yeah. The alien one, I think, is fantastic as well. Yeah. Um, loads, man. All the one before Inside Out with the bird as well. It's just. Bird is good as well. Yeah, yeah, the umbrellas as well. Umbrellas as well. Who's doing Oh no, Inside Out is my favourite one. It's the one with the the night and day. That was a good and one. And it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. two kind of ghosty things. Yeah, that was ah, good it's, as it's so well. It's so clever and so smart and just brilliant. Yeah, so like so who's doing these? Is this like... Pixar doing them? Uh, yeah, but is this like established team members or is yes, this like this, new people no, this, is, this again, this is what they do. They, they like, just get, a bit of fun. They like guys do this and go, if you, you work hard at this and then if you do well at this, we'll get you graduate onto the other stuff and it's, it's just that way as well. Right. They're constantly people work. 
Coco out of ten, Richard? Eight and a half. Ooh. Nice. Barry. I'm, I'm torn. I really want to give it a solid ten, but no movies ever perfect, so nine and a half. Nine and a half. I, I'm a nine on it. Yeah, nine on it. Solid nine. So, and he's not. And he does give you a high praise. I fucking put that. That's an average of a nine right there. Nine, yeah. Uh, think, which is high, I, high praise indeed. That. This. Uh, this. This I think could easily be movie of the year. For you? Seriously, yeah. Easily. Oh, like wow. it was. I mean, you do like all the way through. It does look Have we got Incredibles two this year? Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. really looking forward to. So that's like that's that's, com- that's competition in there, but this is a this is an easy movie to be right at the top. Absolutely. But it's like, how do you do it? How do you go from something like Toy Story and Nemo and then do this? That's just as good. That, I think that, I think in fairness, this, this is sort of a, this is a bit of a return to form for Pixar yeah, because yeah. after after Inside Out was brilliant. Yeah. After that, the bit of a dip they had the Good Dinosaur. Which yeah. was good. I actually liked that. I know I that gets like, a lot of stick. I enjoyed it. I didn't I buy it at all. You know what the big problem I had with the Good Dinosaur was the dinosaur looked very cartoony. The backgrounds all looked photo real. Yeah. And that threw me for the whole film. I yeah. felt like yeah. And I don't I don't know many kids like sort of kids that, like my nieces and stuff like that and like even your kid as well. You don't really hear them mentioning Good Dinosaur that much, you know, they all love cars, they all love Nemo, but they don't really mention that, so I think it did sort of fall for I that. I mean, my kid loved him, did I think, you know, he cried the whole way oh, through this thing, yeah, he loved it, loved um, it. Also, also, in the films they were doing the Good Dinosaur, they did Dory, which I thought was an absolute mess. Dory was a bit of a train wreck. It was a bit of a, I mean, people loved but it, made a lot of money, but I thought it was an absolute mess. Pixar is, a bad Pixar movie is still better than a fucking, you know, anyone else, you know. I think it's, I have, problem. every Pixar film I look at, I go, I want to watch it again, again, again. Yeah. Good Dinosaur, I'd probably sit and watch again. I do not want to watch Dory again. If you take Coming the octopus it. character out of Dory, it's crap. Uh, it's, ah, yeah. Octopus yeah. makes that film. That's what makes um, it. Also, since then, also Cars 3, which I did not like Terrible. at all. Terrible. Yeah. Didn't like it at all. So, it's a, it's a kind of return to form for them. Uh, since Good 2015. Good return to form. Well done. But definitely. It's so, 9 out of 10, folks. Go and fucking see Coco. Go see Coco. Go see Coco. You're doing Silver Injustice. I was texting a friend yesterday, we were talking about Coco. I don't think it's made a, a quite a big an impact in Britain as a normal Pixar film. I'm thinking, is it doing well? Is it not doing well at all? Look online. 770 million online. Wow. So it's making um, money. It's making yeah, huge yeah. money. Do you know who I didn't notice in it? And he was in it. Ratzenberg. I missed him. Ratzenberg. Oh, he was in it, was he at all? He was in it. No, he was. Who was he in it? I can't remember his character. I looked up his character. I can't remember who it was, but I missed him in the film. And I, I was, did, I I was listening and listening. Oh. I was like, I've missed him. But, sorry. There was a bit in Coco that did actually make me feel a bit sad, and it wasn't in the end. Whoa. It was actually the cab, the cab homeless, like the cab bum guys. See when, oh yeah, yeah. See he goes when, yeah. Yes, yes. He gets the guitar. Aye, and they start singing them that song that eventually yeah. just fades away, and I was like. Aye, alright, that's, uh, I get it, that's, that's nice. That's quite beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So they oh. go on record, Jen, Barry values homes over life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Barry felt emotion. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do the mind calf, because it might not mind calf, we'll do the test to do the... Lose your life, no yeah. problem, lose your home, uh, oh my god. That's that burger was in it. He, he was in it, he definitely caught a burger in it, yeah. 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 Right. I think that would just be a nice way to go in real life, someone's sitting over your scenario. If I go with someone singing acoustic guitar, Barry, actually, I will be quite happy with that, to be honest. Well, lying in a hammock on a houseboat, I will be very happy with my life. It was moving, it was like, you yeah. know, oh. I want to know how I got to put my life, I'm on a houseboat in Mexico. I want to know what happened in my life to get to that point, but I'll be happy to go that way. Because if I'm right in thinking, that's the first point of the movie when you discover that in the 
afterlife bit that they're hanging out in, you can actually die from yes, that as well. Yes. If someone thinks you should move everybody. Once no one in the, no in the, the real world remembers, remembers you. you, you die in the afterlife. Yeah. yeah. Right. But you don't know, I mean, the afterlife they go to might be like essentially heaven, essentially, for you, know, you don't know yeah, what it's like. Yeah. But there is the idea of like just moving on to something else, the idea that you've been forgotten. Yeah, you've like, forgotten. Because back to that film with Al Pacino, the, the stand up guys have a line that said you die twice in life. Yeah, yeah. You die when you die, and you die when the last person remembers you. Yeah. Also dies, and that's it's a double death. Um, did, did you still think, not you, Andy, but. Um, <laughs> I don't think in general, no, no. The death scene at the start of the main antagonist, that was pretty gruesome, I thought. How would I? I'm thinking, this is a kid's movie, man. That's fucking harsh. Oh, the man. bell? Yeah. Yeah, that was really funny, though. Oh, yeah. like, oh my god, that's. I like, thought it fitted in well with the way they're telling is the story. A, is this a 15? No, no I think it's just. Yeah. See, there wasn't, wasn't blood and guts on yeah. the screen that's yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it was still like. I'm starting to think you'd not see Coco. Did you sit through Star Wars again? Is that what happened? Pixar don't really kill characters. They don't think Oh, we kill Syndrome. He's a, he's a kid, or I don't know. Unless, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> unless a kid is a complete and utter snowflake, a lot of kids look at death and kind of like that kind of scenario has just been funny. Because like, yeah. they can't, they don't process it the same way adults can, uh-huh. you know. So it's all just time with like cartoons and kids stuff, isn't it? Yeah, Tom and Jerry died in multiple yeah, ways. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, Bambi's mum died. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Watership down. It's just, yeah. you know. Right, sir. Oh, we're going to lock horns here. We're going to lock horns. Yes, we are. Have you think Barry's seen this film? I have not. I think you've seen the film. The film we're talking about is Den of Thieves. Den of fucking Thieves. Directed by a guy Which? called Christian Goodrow. Oh, it's his first film. That's it's his was. first film, yeah. I did do research, I just got it yeah. wrong. I've seen the trailer and it did not make me want to. But who's, who's in it? Okay, in a minute. Oh, <laughs> well, Mr. Goodrow, do you know what he wrote? Do you know what he's very famous for as a writer? Oh, there was one and it was something. I thought you'd know this one because it's it stars your favourite Minecraft man. it runs for too long because it's over a minute. Right. So anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway. He didn't mind a part. So, get a thief stuff, get a butler. No, I'm, I'm out. You're out. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. I should I have been to go. I'm done here. <laughs> well, I did bring you back in, though, was O'Shea Jackson Jr. Who, yeah, who looks. He looks more like his dad every day. more like his dad every day, which is really going to freak me out. Also, 50 Cent. For five minutes. Uh, and also Pablo Schreiber. Uh, Schreiber, Pablo Schreiber. Standout performance. Do you know who he is though? He's Pontus. He's also half brother of Lee Schreiber. Half brother of Lee Schreiber, yeah. He's in Odds New Black and also he's in The Wire apparently for the 30th episode. Can, can I just get the insulting part out of the way first, right? Is it just me, right? Or does 50 Cent sound like Mike Tyson with a fucking speech impediment? He does. Uh, which is mental. What's this man saying? Mike Tyson. In his defence, he gets shot in the face. I don't know. Why is he fucking singing then? I'm sorry. Yeah. Every word I'm like, dude, fucking subtitle that shit, because I don't know what the fuck is talking about. I'm an actor. Yes. Yeah. We're a singer. We'll get that in a moment. Most definitely we'll get that in a moment. The plot of this film, Den of Thieves, is that. Fifth, not a cent. Powell Schreiber. 
Schreiber. Pablo Schreiber. Pablo Schreiber. Pablo Schreiber. Schreiber. Yeah. I think Lee Schreiber. So it must be Pablo Schreiber. Yeah. I would say Schreiber. Yeah. Okay. He is leading a gang who are basically bank thieves or, or yeah. robbers, and they want to try and rob the Federal Reserve. Yeah. Okay. In LA. In LA. LA. Yeah. Um, at the same time, you've got Jared Butler who leads a gang of elite cops. Elite cops. They work for yeah. the sheriff's department. They can't be that fucking elite, you know. They're not. They're not even yeah. bureau. Anyway, yeah. so he, he is the sort of the ringleader of this gang of cops who are cops, but they're bad cops because they know they do things outside the law to try and get results. Yeah. So they're bad cops. Bad That's cops. what it's all about. Getting results. Getting results. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah. We'll start with, because yeah. I think you're slightly more positive on this film than I am. Yeah. So we'll start with the positive before we get into right. the negative. Colin, what do you think of this film? I don't think it, it was... Great. No, it, it was <laughs> No, 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 it wasn't a great film. It wasn't a bad film. What it was, it was... It was, it was 110 minutes of stupidity. It was fun. It's 130 minutes of stupidity? Right, whatever, but it's like I had a shit day at work, I went to see this film, and it was just like, Joe Bob Butler and Mark is fucking... Brain dead action. Yeah, Jared, Jared Butler was chewing up the scene, they were spinning out, a few funny lines, lots of bullets and gunfire and blood and guts and gore and... Yeah, the fucking... There's a podcast, I'm shaking my head yeah, seriously at Colin right now. <laughs> I mean, the, the story's disjointed and stuff like that, but, but it's just this, you know, you pay a fucking ticket to be entertained, and that's what it done, it, it, you know, it made me entertained. People fucking die in church, so that's what I want to film. Yeah, and sometimes I don't want to go in and have to fucking overthink about shit, I've been overblown by a spectacle, I just want to be, do you know what, it was fun. It's and not, it's not winning any Oscars, no, it knows no, its no, market, it knows it's, exactly. it's right up there with the, what's that new one, the way Liam Neeson's like commuting off? Yeah. It's not trying to win. Yeah. For basic points, okay, you have Jared Butler in the film, okay, yes. which yeah. some people don't like him, some people dislike him. I hate Jared Butler. Okay. Yeah. Jared Butler leads that gang of how many? Four, five, 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 right. Of those five people who are alongside Jared Butler, how many have more than one line in the film that isn't going? Yeah, boss. Yeah. But do you yeah. know why? He's absolutely no character development, no characters. He's literally the only guy who talks this entire film. He's the fucking star. Yeah, that's but you've got the other guys at least. Other guys, all the other bearded large men. That's yeah. all they are. There's no characters. There's, exactly. there's no characters. They're just big, burly men. No, there's no. There's nothing it. there. The, Equally with the other guys on our yeah. side, the, the robbers. Fifty cent Lucifer. That's it. No one. Fifty cent has maybe offers about eight lines in this entire film. He says a wee few speeches. Yes, terrible. O'Shea Jackson does all right, but he doesn't talk that. He's terrible. He's terrible in this film. And Patrick doesn't talk that much. And there's also four guys I've got with them who don't utter a fucking word. I'm not going to see the NFTs for the fucking character development. I'm going to see for fuckers getting shot by Jerry Butler with his wife. How many plot points were in this film that you didn't that didn't resolve either? There wasn't that many. Okay. The, the divorce. Who cares about it? Exactly. Why it's is it there then? Take it out. It doesn't need to be there. It's just showing you this guy's a dick and his wife's divorce. Being used a dick. He knows a dick already. You don't need some more of a dick. Okay, you get that. Yeah. You get this, this other scene. Like, so there's a whole 10, 20 minutes threading of this shit that is not required. So fucking bin it, that it's shit. It's just he's a bigger dick than the fuck okay, was. Get out of there. Get, no. get, out. get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. The bit, the scene with the um, the prom. What about the prom? When the date comes to pick up the girl. 
Oh, that's funny, but that's fun. Why, what does it offer to the film? It offers fun, it makes you fucking It, get, it offers shit, get rid of it, it doesn't need to be there. There's no point like, to that film at all. Why is it there? Because it made I, me I'm getting the feeling that if Richard re-edited as a Richard uh, special cut, this would be a five minute movie. No, it would be a five minute movie, but I would, I would knock at least 50 minutes off but this th- thing. At just, least. The, the is, final gun battle takes about 25 minutes, and all of the gunshots, no one hits anything for about 20 minutes of that. And I didn't know, and you'd actually no idea where people were fighting from. It's a really bad I'm, gun battle scene. I could follow it. It's it awful. wasn't that far removed from the Sicario battle on the bridge. It was the sense that you didn't know where people were half the time. I, but I did. You know, people get shot and you don't know how they're getting shot, you don't know why they're getting shot or who they are. A good guy, bad guy. I think that's why they had the, that's why they built the vest and saying, Sheriff in the front of it, of so you go right, if he's got Sheriff in front of his vest, Dude, he must be a good it's guy. It's fucking Hollywood. It's awful, it's awful shit. And what annoys me more about this kind of film is, this film is taking up space in the room, a lot of right now, where there's good shit that's out there that's now is not going to be We missed Last Flag's Last Flag Flying. Never heard of it. Richard Linklater. Fucking Jerry Butler. No. Yeah, it's a film with Steve Carell, Larry, Larry Fishburne, and Breaking Bad. Um, what, does Jerry Butler shoot him? No, but the point is, this film is done by Richard Linklater, the guy who did Boyhood, and everybody, and everybody was some. Everybody was some which film is great director? A great director who's not money? getting screen time because yeah. this pile of shit is on the screen. No, because it makes fucking money and people want it. Does it make money? It's bombing at the cinema. It's shit. It's, it's still going to make money. Well, it's bombing it. I was still talking about Sorry, I had to deal with something. They're thieves. Yeah, but it's crap. It's fun. It's crap. not fun it's at all. It's pure fucking escapist. Go to the cinema and have fun. I don't need to see it to know it's crap because he's in it and he's just been such a bad one. If you say to me next week, what do you want to see it? If you're only in the film, what what role was your butler playing in this film? He was just a grizzled bastard cop. He's been he's trying to do a Martin Riggs impression. Kinda. But he is nowhere near as charming as Mel Gibson ever was. But who is? How many times have we done before? Exactly, why do it in a role that you go like, you're not that guy, you're just a, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And why do they want to even deal with him? Because he's a dick and he's a boss. There's it. no point in the film, it makes it no is. sense, the character. Cops and robbers do that's it. It's shit. You, you're looking for more than a script. I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a cohesive script, some decent action, and that performances that are throughout the film only understandable, not jumping from one point from here to the bottom. Cops and Robbers movie, fuck's sake. Yeah, it's you got a good Cops and Robbers movie. But it's done well because you get, you get a proper tone throughout it. People know but what role they're it's playing. It's not trying to fucking be yeah. Sicario. You told, you told it was just like Sicario a minute ago. No, the shit I've seen was it was akin to because I could tell it was happening both scenes and they weren't that far apart. It's a, meant to be funny and give you fucking light. Where was it funny? Jenny Butler was quite funny. He wasn't funny yeah, in it at all. Well, it was funny, right? Jill, don't be shaking his head. Yeah, it's a bad film, but it's an awful film. It's awful. It is awful. Thank you. Jill doesn't keep watching this podcast, but she has to pick up for this one. It's an awful movie. You know what's surprising? I have more, like, people just going, Jesus, on the cinema than anything else. People just, like, people just, like, tittering all the way through it. But people just, you're going to see a fucking stupid entertaining action film. Yeah, that's what I'm going to see. I didn't get anything that was entertaining, that's the problem that I got with so it. I think you're too highbrow for your own No, I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I like Cloverfield fucking Paradox, and I love... Who's the other super film I watched the other week there? I'd be really retarded. I threw the film fucking Congo, for God's sake. I, I wasn't like <laughs> fought a man over Anaconda. Dude, you know? it was fun. It was just a big fucking dumb fun action film. That's it. That's it. That's what it is. It's fun. No, it's, it's a fun movie. It's not a fun that's film at all. It's one of those films that went up on Netflix in a couple of years' time and you watch it and you go, I wasted an hour and two hours and ten minutes watching it, but I should listen to Richard and went, I'm not going to watch that But film. again, I don't think that's the 
I'm sure once Coco is dead. And there's no desire to no, but it was fun. A lot of people watch it after listening to this podcast and go, I should listen to it. Do you know what? That was fucking. There's lots of ways I could spend two hours in my day. That's it. Um, I gave it out of ten. I would give it six and a half. How much? Six and a half. Did you give us more than Caulfield Paradox? For the same. I gave Caulfield Paradox five. You gave it more Caulfield Paradox, and also you've. I mean, you gave the post like two. Post was the biggest bit of shit. I mean, I mean the post is fantastic. Richard, you gave the post that two. That is a fucking snooze. You put a Gerard Butler piece of shit film above a Steven Spielberg masterpiece. I'm entertained. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm fucking there to be entertained. They were worse than I entertained. But the post was boring fucking shit. Jerry Butler amused the fucking. I give it a four to begin with. Right. But I don't talk about it, I've got anger about it. I'm downgraded at two. <laughs> it is utter, utter shit. Okay. It is beyond shit. I was so. That, that's fine. It was awful. That's just pure passion. It was off. I, I hate getting into cinema right now. Particularly when there's so much good stuff out there that's not getting seen because it's not getting places to go and get seen. And this takes its place. If something good is out and I, I'm watching something good, like, I have no problem, for example, with something like what we watch, like Coco in the cinema for, for like eight weeks because it's brilliant. Dark, dark, um, darkest hour. I can get some point to that. Same with Shape of Water. I can understand that. I do not understand the same thing. Not taking up space in the cinema. Like you say, people like action. And you know why? It's, and it's not going because it's going from four shows this week down to fuck all next week. That's fine. Which means it's doing nothing. That's it okay. wastes their time and their money. People want fun. That's it. You go to the cinema to escape, then it gives you. I did escape, and I escaped to be a pile of shit. <laughs> It was absolutely awful. No, sir, I think I disagree. I enjoyed it. You're an idiot. I'm not. You are an idiot, yes. You like this over the post. Dude, you like the post. I love the post. That's a great movie. movie. You you like the post. No, I'm not walking out of the film. It's like you like the post. That's it. Me and a lot of other people like the post. No, but it's an opinion. That's it. I mean, opinions can be wrong, Colin. Your opinion is definitely wrong on this one. No, it's not. It's my opinion and I liked it. It was a fun film. I'll stand by it. Six and a half, you stand by it? Yeah. I wonder what other films you give six and a half to and try and like, compare with each not, other. It's not the film, it's relatively watched at the time. You yeah. can read different films with different reasons and different scores. It's not just like every film is six and a half, it's because of that reason. That's not right. So. You gave Coco nine and a half. You gave Coco nine and a half, yeah. With the three point out with Coco, that's correct, yeah. And the film is basically the whole film is predicated on people for some reason want to watch Gerard Butler. I don't understand it, and Andy's much more we don't understand I this don't at like all. So, he obviously has some sort of draw, which I don't, I still necessarily don't understand because I've watched, you watched the movie recently, you watched Geostorm. I don't understand this guy. Other than like he was in 300 about what, 10 years ago, which is like a fun film, a, a no doubt fun film, a great film. But what's he done since to make you go, I want to watch your button a movie, but he's, some people he's got an audience that do want to watch him. There is a lack of it, there's not a lot of action stars out there, and you've got to. <laughs> you've got Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Rock Johnson taking all the action roles. There's not he a lot of action. He's, he's, he's one of them, and that's it. I mean, people want to see fucking action. So. Yeah. That's what the action is with Berry's. 
lazy. Mm. Yeah, subdued the skull. What's a loud firing gun? Is it forming? I know you were saying like the showings from like. It has, it has done well. Is it making its money back? I don't uh, think so. I'll check. Yeah. I'll, I'll check on both of the mojo. Make its money back. Um, let's, let's find out right now on air. Is it doing well? Is it doing well? Is it doing bad? Um, I am checking right now. I'm, we're on box to redo box of his mojo. Which is I won't lie, this doesn't sound like something I would like. I know there has to be action movies, but I think now when you've got when you've got stuff like Taken yeah. and John Wick, we know now there can be action that's not stupid. Yeah. Compared to John Wick, John Wick and John Wick 2 are fundamentally stupid. Yeah. I, yes, I'm, but it's done entertainingly. I've got this. That's what you need to do. I'm, I'm feeling that this film has got its home on one of the streaming services or whatever. And you're sitting there, you've went through almost every genre on these services and then decided there's nothing to watch. Then this thing just appears and you go, fuck it, because I've been looking for over an hour now. Yeah. Possibly. I think I can mention your statement by this. I enjoyed it, that's it. There's nothing to defend. It's like, I like it, you didn't. It's that's opinion. It's the right to kill. I mean, that's the point of fucking the show, I guess. I mean, we're not going to have to make opinions with the fucking point. It's all saying we love it. Yeah, that's possible. That's true, Colin. I mean, I appreciate your opinion. I will defend your, to the death of your right to say it. Oh, but you are wrong. Well, <laughs> I can't be wrong because it's my opinion. Okay, his budget was 30 million. Okay. It's made 40. It's made 45. Right, so it's more money. That's not success. No, there's people. It's going to cost 30 million to promote it as well. No, but it's not done yet, and I'll still put Has it been seen worldwide in China and stuff like that? Yes, it has. I mean, it's been listed with it. It'll make money. It'll make money, but as I mean, Dread made money, but Dread's not getting anything good about it. It's a shame. It's a shame as well. It's a shame as well. I love Dread. I love Dread. I don't think a successful financial movie is always a good movie, or a good movie is always a financially successful movie. Danny's Home 2 is financially successful. Yeah. Grown Ups 2 is financially successful. I think the point is, is go and see it and see what you think. If you don't like it. You can find it because it's now disappeared from the channel. If you don't like it, that's alright, and if you do, that's alright. If you don't like it, then you are correct. If you do like it, then you are completely wrong. This is your opinion now, (laughs) which isn't always correct. We shall move on, hopefully, some better stuff out next week. What's out next week? Well, we've still got out The Greatest Showman, which I've not seen yet, and I'm going to try and watch this week. I've seen that. You've seen that, I'm going to try and see it. Maze Runner is out as well, still not seen that. Which I want to see, but I've not seen it. I like the first two, but I need to go back and watch the second one because I realised I sneaked that right out and didn't tell anyone. And we're looking at the third one starts, right? It doesn't give you any sort of backstory, you just fire straight into it, so like. Like Try and I, learn I loved shit. the first one. Did like, you like the first one? Yeah. The second one was the weakest. The, yeah, the, the first one was nice, a nice idea. Like, yeah, and yeah. that's like one wee world. And it's like, the second one opened up this zombie. Like, you take them out in the maze and it loses a point of being... Uh, yeah, 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 I have seen the trailer for this one and it does start mind-fucking itself. Yeah. From what I've remembered of the first movie, jumping to this, I'm a bit like, what the hell do we here? That's still out. And it apparently did quite good business as well. It knocked Jumanji off the top spot in America for the first time. Which is interesting. Barry's number six. Film of the year last back, year. Fifth film of last year. Also still out right now is Phantom Thread, which has been produced. I'm going to try and go and see it on Monday. Yes. Okay. Cool. No, okay. So you can let me know how fucking wonderful and amazing it is. Okay. Because um, my local I went to like can't take it. This week we have the Mercy. 
which I really want to see. Colin Firth, Rachel Weisz, from around the world in a boat. Sounds very middle class, but it's not. It does look. It's, yeah. It looks the most middle class I've ever seen in my life. You know, like, oh, my life's so hard. I'm going to sail around the fucking world. Yes. Yeah, it's a bit like that woman, isn't it? Um, whatever her name is. Ellen MacArthur. Uh, yeah. Um, but I do want to see. I like Colin. Firth. I'm going to see the Saturday thing. Um, we've got the 1517 to Paris, new Clint Eastwood film mm. about the is it a stabbing or is it a, a, uh, a terrorist attack? Yeah, and, and, and stopped by two marines. Yeah, it's a bit of the film. Uh, you've also got a film which I thought might be the worst film out this week. Which one? But there's something we tell mention after it that's even worse than it sounding to be honest. Oh, okay. So one that was Jill was very much looking forward to, which is Fifty Shades Freed. Oh fuck! Off. I know. It's like, no. <laughs> no. See, uh, again, we come back to the only good sports. thing is about this is. Every guy in the wall gets a little bit kinkier sex round about Valentine's Day. <laughs> because the 50 shades agreed. Yeah, yeah. And then it fucking peters down again and then you're like, I've just bought this fucking gear. Put <laughs> <laughs> the butter back yeah. under the bed. Um, that's out this week. But so again, each to their own. Each to so, their own. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. That's how it is. Yeah, that's out this, this week. I think I'm going to have to go and see it, unfortunately. <laughs> which is, yeah. My missus is already booked to see it with two different sets of friends. I'm like, see, good luck with I'm, that. I generally wish she would go see it with friends, but for some reason she wants to take me to go and see it. <laughs> and I don't know why she wants to take me to go and see it. That's because wow. you made her sit through that. Uh, in Dead of Thieves, yeah. yeah. yeah it's punishment. That's what Dead of Thieves does to me. It's really good to see it. How did you explain the other two beforehand? The other one uh, is. Okay, <laughs> true, yeah. The next one after that is a film I think maybe the worst idea for a film, and it's out this week called Status Update. Oh, oh, come on. Yes. Have you seen this one? No, but just the trailer. Yeah, yeah the, basically, the film, I've only seen most of the film, which is basically everything the guy puts in the status update comes true. Comes true. Yeah. Maybe a rock star, he's a rock star. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was bad enough that we got a Facebook movie yeah. and then a Moji movie. Hey, a Moji Facebook movie is a great movie, though. Yeah, I know, but. Yeah. I'd compare them to the Moji movie. Facebook movie is a great movie. Which about one's a Facebook movie? Social Network. I didn't like it. You don't like it? No, I honestly got past 10 minutes in it. I was just sat there. I fucking loved that film. I liked it. Great dialogue movie, just proper dialogue junkie. You're again an idiot. Um, so Stairs Update is out this week. For the record, cause not. Hey, so what's this pen in itself as a horror movie? No, it's more of a sort of like teen comedy, teen drama, teen drama yeah. romance type yeah. thing. Basically, this boy posts on Facebook. I mean, like that happens. So I want to be rich. Mm. I want to fucking have a jet plane. Yeah. 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 I don't want to go and see it. Jill just looked at it right now on my bit of paper, and she seems to be intrigued by it now. I mean, which makes me think I might so have to go and see this. I really expect you to defend my Den of Thieves after this fucking shit. The last yeah. two films you've done about, and if you don't, I'll be Sad. <laughs> who's green who's green light and that's crap? Joe. That's <laughs> the same person who green lighted Den of Thieves. Um, <laughs> and the big release this week was out on actually out on not Friday but Tuesday next week, isn't it? Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday the thirteenth. Black Panther. Black Marvel's Black Panther. Is that an independent movie? Independent movie. This? Uh, it's quite low budget. <laughs> I imagine it's, it's probably going to sneak on the radar, but people might quite enjoy it. Um, you probably might see a little bit of advertising about it somewhere. Um, at, at this point in time, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 100%. Yeah, but at this yeah, point in time, it's been shown only to staff yeah, members still, of Marvel. Uh, that's why. Overall preview rates have been fucking phenomenal for this. I'm expecting big, big things from this. I, mean, I think, potentially, I think you might get wetter in this film that some people get 
50 shades of grey. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think you'd be that level. But um, yeah, yeah, so that's what's out next week. And that's what we'll be talking about one of those or all of those or some of those next we week. Shall we talk about Black Panther? We'll talk about Black Panther definitely, yeah. sure, yes. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and probably 50 shades as well, maybe. Hopefully. So Hopefully not. Once again, not to recap, you know where to find us. Three beers and movie at Gmail, Facebook, Twitter. Send your stories about Dicks in the cinema and uh, how good Denny's was. Yeah. I've been Colin. You've been Richard. You've been Andy. You've been listening to. Three